Hey people, what's going on? Hope you well. Welcome to another episode of Road to Empire podcast. Now, um, I hope you've been keeping well, and that's pretty much uh, one of the elements of today's podcast is around productivity, right? Because a lot of us uh, will start to work on projects or, or work, and then basically burn out. Before we get into all of that, uh, if you haven't subscribed and you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel, like, drop a comment, it does help us out a lot. And if you're listening on Anchor or any other kind of uh, audio podcast platform, please do leave a review. And if you're on Anchor, please do consider supporting this podcast as well. So in terms of productivity, today we want to have a look at seven different ways of boosting or, you know, really smashing it when it comes to productivity. Because I know for myself, I mean, recently, the last few years, for example, uh, I was working on a project, a big contract. It was worth um, more than uh, probably $700,000 uh, contract. And it required a lot of work and effort to kind of like run, manage, uh, just the administration itself. I mean, if you can become a master administrator, uh, that is one of the uh, elements of uh, of a particular project or job or contract that will really help you boost uh, the quality of work as well. Now, I know a lot of people say that uh, you should not be doing admin work. And you could, uh, you know, hire somebody, a freelancer, or bring in somebody to, to do that. But sometimes the level of work that's required requires uh, expertise as well. So it's not just basically your general bog standard admin stuff, which was the case here. I I provided consultancy to over 200 companies in the space of about uh, you know 12 months or 18 months as it was of that time period, and I worked closely with about three dozen, so like about 36 companies or so. And you know, with doing that, I had to build relationships with the CEOs, the the owners, the uh, founders, the managers of those companies. And in order to do that, I had to be aware of what I was doing in terms of protocol, administration, all the paperwork, get everything in order. But it does take a heavy toll on you as an individual, especially if you just sat in one place like we in the Western world, uh, a lot of the work that we do is centered around office work. So the corporate lifestyle is essentially so a lot of us will go work in uh, banks in offices in corporate companies and you might be doing a nine five or even longer hours and a lot of the time you sat down and it does start to cause a lot of issues i mean i was working in a bank uh, in the uk and uh, i remember you know basically doing certain elements uh, in the financial markets providing support for the staff uh, doing stuff around administration uh, making sure the workflow uh, was was continuous for the people that were working the uh, particular kinds of uh, forms with the companies. And when it came to the computers, the brightness of the screen was quite high. And then because I was constantly looking at the screen, you get this thing like digital eye strain, so my eyes were just hurting. And then I was just thinking to myself, what's going on here? And uh, I did tell the manager, you know, can you get me like a screen protector or something like that? To, you know dull that brightness 
uh, I did tell him and then nothing happened. And then one of my colleagues one day just came and he just said, uh, listen to Drop the Brightness. I know it sounds obvious, but uh, it was something that didn't come to my mind. And then when he said it, all I did was drop the brightness. And then uh, that's what I've pretty much been doing across all my tech, even my mobile. A lot of the time, the brightness on the screen is just really low because it helps with the eyes. Because when you're constantly working long hours looking at computer screens, it will affect your eyes. I know there's like um, blue light kind of uh, protective uh, glasses that you can get these days, screen protectors, um, those things that reduce that blue light and eye comfort and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I went to the uh, opticians and I got glasses, it didn't have much. I bought specific um, uh, glasses which uh, blocked out the blue light and it was just, um, it wasn't, you know, working effectively as it should. And then this year I went abroad for six weeks to the subcontinent and I rarely touched on my laptop or my mobile. I was just chilling out in the village, enjoying village life. And for the first time in absolute ages, I was able to uh, uh, come back and uh, put my phone on full brightness and it didn't affect me. And I realized that the detox that I went through over those six weeks by hardly using the laptop, you know, just for um, major kind of administrative tasks, transfer of funds, that kind of stuff. Uh, but generally, I didn't really use it. Um, and same with the mobile, because I was just chilling in uh, in uh, shops uh, with my relatives, friends, uh, and enjoying life, watching the world go by uh, on farms, farm life, village life, slow pace of life, uh, where technology is not a massive part compared to the Western world, which uh, uh, you know we go back into. Now that kind of detox, you know, really, really helped help me in terms of my eyesight and vision and also productivity because you do need that little bit of space, that little bit of rest. I mean, sometimes there's this thing, yeah, yeah, work seven days a week, 24 hours, you know, blast it, blast it. Uh, I mean, maybe when you're younger, uh, 18, 19, 20, you can hack it. But once you get past 30, um, it, it's tough. Uh, it's not as easy as it, as it once was because your body's aging and you're aging. And if you're not keeping up with, uh, you know, daily training, good diet, uh, being physically fit and strong, uh, it's going to affect you in one way or another. So that's where, you know, productivity hacks can, can really help. Uh, and if you implement them in your workflow, in your lifestyle, to get some sort of balance, then it will be really beneficial for you. So seven different kinds of productivity hacks or little tips I can give you is, first one would be something around scheduling. So I try to plan my week in advance or sometimes a couple of weeks in advance or longer, right? Some of the people like there's, there's people that make six figures, seven figures, eight figures. Those who are, you know, making eight, nine figures, right? A year, so like, you know, more than 10 million. A lot of those people will be planning months in advance, right? So corporations and them plan months in advance. They have meetings beforehand, they bring in their staff, and then they get to work. Now, I mean, you don't have to do that, but simple thing would be do, even if you're doing a day in advance or two or three days or a week, that would be very, very beneficial. So you could have a journal, you could use uh, some sort of technology software, uh, like a calendar, or you could use a calendar on your mobile. And um, I also like to you know, have a physical asset there, such as a diary. So I do also 
uh, write things in my diary, for example, meetings uh, that I need to do or workflow or something like that. Anything like that, I write it in. So I'm actually physically doing the activity that will psychologically reinforce it in my mind. But I also back that up with the text. So I'll put that in my mobile. So I'll put a reminder on my phone and you can also, you know, sync your calendar. You can use tools like Trello to manage your workflow as well. So trying to schedule uh, meetings, try to schedule workflow. So you could, for example, if you're a YouTube creator, you could block record maybe five to 10 videos, right? And then you can upload them and leave them on private. You can do all the, uh, you know, you can put the description there, the title, you can get it to the level that you want it to be, and then you can just schedule it, or you can just release it you know, every few days, whatever your schedule is. That way, you've now got work in advance. So for example, if you're ill and you can't, uh, you know, work that day or that week, or you haven't got staff or there's nobody to manage that workflow, at least you've got workflow planned in advance and that will continue, right? Because essentially what you want to get to is that passive income where the incomes continues even if you're not in the business. Otherwise, you're just really building uh, another job for yourself. I mean, to start with, that's great because you can then do things on your own terms compared to having a boss breathing down your neck, which is all that I wanted. For me, it was never really so much about the money. It was all about the freedom, right? The freedom was the biggest thing because I used to look after my parents and I still do, uh, who are not well and that kind of stuff. So I needed to have that time freedom uh, because unfortunately my father became unwell and he had uh, prostate issues. So, you know, every week or every few days I had to ring the ambulance and uh, take him to the hospital and then deal with that. So he had the catheter on, which is basically, the issue was he couldn't urinate, so he had to wear a catheter in order to urinate through a pipe and then into a bag. Uh, and this was a big headache. And a lot of men uh, will kind of like experience this normally later in life. And there are some kind of tablets you can take to try and shrink the prostate. Because what happens is the prostate enlarges and it blocks the tube where the urine comes out from basically. Uh, in simple layman terms, and then that really affects you and, and you know, you need to get a catheter. Uh, normally they have different kinds of ways of dealing with it, so they can uh, operate, which is what happened to my father, because uh, we had uh, we had a lot of problems with the, uh, you know, med medical uh, services that we had here. And uh, then uh, we, th we were thinking about how we could deal with this, and eventually we were able to get my dad operated on and then they pretty much burnt the uh, the area down to the prostate and tried to shrink it a bit and then that eased up the passageway right uh, but yeah it's something that can affect uh, a lot of men and this was really really taxing on me as an individual so trying to look after my father and planning and scheduling was just very very difficult right so if you can uh, start to schedule and plan in advance it makes life a lot easier right and it is a great productivity hack. So that's one thing that you need to look into. And then the second thing I would say is around being distraction aware. So what do I mean by that? So essentially, right, uh, you've got a mobile phone. So we do live in a technological age. So, you know, you've got your notifications on, you're getting a Facebook ping, you're getting a tweet, you're getting Instagram notifications, TikTok, 
uh, emails coming in, all these things. Every time your phone makes that beep noise, you know, straight away, basic psychology, you're gonna wanna uh, look to see, you know, who is it, what is it, and you pick your phone up and you start looking at it. And then as soon as you look at it, you're distracted. It might take half an hour to get back to your train of thought or actually get back into what you were doing. So you could have been doing a really important task, um, maybe writing an email to a client, maybe, you know, writing a letter to send out or maybe doing something else, you know, creating a newsletter, whatever it might be. But these things will distract you. So one simple thing you can do is like on my phone, I've turned off notifications for social media, right? So what I normally do is I block out some time in the day and I'll have a look at my phone. I might go on a particular social media and I might just look to see if there's any messages, any notifications, any comments that I need to reply to. So I have that time period where I've got like a flow, so like a little workflow, so I'm actually in the flow. And and when you're psychologically thinking about a particular element of, of whatever you're doing at that time, the task, right? You're task orientated. And if you stay focused on that task, get it done. This is what's gonna be important, right? Because that task might be the big money task, right? You know, you might have something where you post something on social media, that's a piece of content, it's maybe raising awareness, but you might need to write an email to a potential client. So I'll give you an example. Uh, when I was delivering a, a big project, a six-week project I was working on, um, I sent out an email blast, so it's a newsletter, right? So basically, I was trying to get companies to take part in this particular project. So I, I wrote an email, uh, and then this email allowed me to kind of basically uh, get this information across to those people who were on the mailing list. And then um, actually one of those people responded and he said, uh, could you please contact, uh, you know, so-and-so, his colleague. Now this guy, he was actually a CEO of a restaurant in the UK and they had multiple branches in different parts uh, of the country like London and other places, right? Uh, and they were probably millionaires or whatever it is. Uh, so I then uh, contacted the uh, the other uh, colleague of this person and then I had a phone chat. So we jumped on the phone, we had a call. I explained the project and how the project worked. Um, it was actually a government contract that I was delivering at the time. And then he put me through to a somebody that dealt with their account from the head office, right? Then I had another chat with the this guy in the head office. Again, I explained to him uh, what the project was and he was pretty happy with that and he wanted to go ahead. And then we eventually went ahead and I actually won them a six-figure contract, uh, which I was able to make money from. And they had a six-figure contract that they could utilize uh, in regards to this particular context. Now, how did that start? It started from a mailing list because I was already sending out regular emails. So this CEO happened to have subscribed to my mailing list and he was getting these emails. So over time, we also connected on LinkedIn, which is another underestimated platform. If you haven't got a LinkedIn profile, I would advise to be on there, especially if you're looking to connect with big decision makers and actually build a, a profile and build a network uh, in the business entrepreneurial space. Now, because this guy was seeing me on LinkedIn, getting my uh, email newsletters, he was, you know, he became aware of the work I was doing. And then through that one newsletter, which probably took me about, you know, half an hour to an hour to write, 
I was able to get him a six-figure contract, which is basically over a hundred thousand uh, with just one email. And that is the power of focus, right? And you can only do that if you're not distracted. So one of the main things that I would say is make sure that you're looking after those type of things. So make sure you know your notifications are not really necessary, such as social media. Just turn it off, right? Put your phone on silent or vibrate. So you know if you have an emergency call. It'll still vibrate so you'll be able to pick it up. But generally speaking, when you get your text messages, WhatsApp notifications, whatever it might be, you're not losing focus. So focus is important and dealing with distractions is another way to boost your productivity. Okay, so the third productivity hardcore tip that I want to share with you today is basically taking breaks. Now, this is something a bit underestimated. You know, I'm the kind of person, especially when I was younger, I could work long hours without taking much break and I'd be fine. But then as I got older, unfortunately, I got diagnosed with arthritis and a hernia. And normally, you know, when you talk about arthritis, it's normally you think about old people with arthritis in the knees with a walking stick. That kind of image comes to your head, right? But I was relatively young when I got diagnosed with it. And it was in my neck, in my neck of all places, right? So all of a sudden, and now working in this bank, I'm sat on the desk and the position that I'm in, sitting on a computer uh, chair, uh, one of those, you know, swivelly kind of chairs and a desk and I'm there for long hours, my neck was killing. I had pains in my shoulders and, you know, I went to um, uh, the doctors, I had an x-ray, I had an MRI scan and it goes to me, you've got, uh, you've got arthritis in the neck and a hernia and it became very painful. Now, this is one of the reasons why I was taking days off sick because of the pain. But what happened was I actually got sacked from that job. Uh, I was there for a few years. So unfortunately, they, they, they took me off. It wasn't my manager, actually. My manager was a top guy, uh, but it was somebody else, another managerial uh, team member. Because what happened is the teams got merged in the bank. And the job that I was doing was I had two managers. And one manager was great. He understood. So if I took a day off, I'd make up the time. I'd let him know and everything was fine. But the second manager that came in, she was not so great and she, you know, she she basically was clamping down and everything and she didn't really care. Um, and then one day, you know, I took a day off because I had the pains in the neck. Came back in and she goes, uh, oh, I'm going to have to let you go. I don't have to give you a notice, but I'll give you a notice of a week. What, what really made me angry was when she said, I don't have to give you a notice. Because I'd been there for several years at this stage. I'd built a lot of trust, respect and relationships with people on my team. People on my team loved me. And when they heard that this is how I was treated, they were really angry as well. And uh, obviously I couldn't do anything. And then this is one, one of the reasons where I then had to look at, you know, setting up a business, doing something myself, where I could then manage my time. At the same time, you know, I was looking after my parents and then I was going through this illness and... You know, I had to try and create my own income. And that's when I started doing, you know, business more. I had already been involved in business here and there prior to this. Uh, I'd already had uh, one or two businesses. But here's where I realized that I actually had to do something which is going to create income for me, passive income, or uh, even if I create my own job or some sort of contract working where I could work from home, work remotely, work on my own schedule as my own boss. And that's what I did, basically, right? 
So like now, for example, when I'm working, I obviously have this illness of arthritis. So I have to take breaks. So, you know, I might work for half an hour, an hour, and then I'll go lie down, I might go for a walk, I might go downstairs, I might pick up um, a cup of coffee, right? But I'll take a break. And that's one of the things that I would say to you uh, in your workflow, in your schedules, in your working day. Just, you know, go away, uh, stand away from the computer, from the desk, just go downstairs, grab a coffee, you know, go to the toilet, whatever you need to do, grab a sandwich, grab something to eat. But, you know, take, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, even half an hour if you need to, uh, just to break away from what you're doing. And then come back, you know, fresh, freshened up um, and, you know, refreshed. And then the fourth productivity hack actually links to this, which is during the working day, like now, you know, maybe, you know, halfway into the day, go outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, you know, go up into the hills if you live, you know, in that kind of environment. So I live near hills, not too far away from uh, greenery. So I, you know, sometimes uh, I break up from what I'm doing and I'll go and I'll walk up into the hills, get some fresh air, um, just, you know, have a little bit of time to myself and just think about the working day. Or I might just think about general stuff and just enjoy the moment, right? So have that built into your schedule. And the other thing is that, you know, when you're walking outside and it's raining or, you know, when the rain drops fall on your face or when the wind's blowing and you feel that on your face and your cheeks or when the sun's shining and you feel the rays of the sun, it actually affects you, it affects your mood. So being a, a brown man, basically we lack vitamin D in the Western world, especially in the UK where I live, it just rains all the time and it's quite dark, cloudy in terms of the weather. So we don't get that vitamin D. That's why I love going to hot countries uh, and getting that sunshine because that vitamin D will make a large difference in terms of mood and in terms of your body function and so on. So when you feel the rain or the wind, it reminds you that you're actually alive and to value that, you, you know, life because you feel that, you know, nature, you know, the rain touching your face, that kind of stuff. It reminds you that you're alive and enjoy the moment. And actually, you know, you can make a difference now because you're alive and you're actually doing this thing. So yeah, and okay. So the fifth kind of hack, productivity hack that I would say is because a lot of people, like I said before, they work from a sitting position, you might want to think about investing. So you might want to invest in different kinds of technology. So nowadays you can get like a standing up desk. So you could be sat down and then you could stand up as well. So you could have a desk which is higher up or you could get a desk which is a normal level, but then they actually, uh, you know, has that mechanism where it allows it to push up and you can now stand so you're at a standing desk, right? Because as humans, we're not really meant to be sat down for prolonged periods of time. And this can affect your posture, positioning, you know, it can give you cramps, neck issues, uh, issues, shoulders, that kind of stuff, pains. So you want to like have something there. And one thing is a standing desk. Now, the way I work is because of my arthritis, I have a uh, a wireless setup, so I have a wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse, and I sit about you know three quarters or a meter away from my uh, computer screen, laptop, and I use wireless technology um, to actually you know do the work that I need to do, rather than being sat on a swimming chair right close up to the laptop. I have that gap in between, uh, and sometimes even I've had a, a higher platform when I'm standing up and working as well. So you can actually, you know, 
buy this kind of stuff from uh, uh, places like Amazon and other kinds of uh, places out there which specialize in this. So yeah, so you know, mixing up your posture and position will be beneficial for you rather than being sat down in one place all the time. So the sixth productivity hack that I want to share with you today. Now this tip is basically about routine. So getting up early, getting up early can make a huge difference, right? Now, sometimes, you know, in the past, uh, I'd get up, um, you know, maybe after nine o'clock or something like that. And I know people that get up at like 2 a, uh, p.m. in the afternoon, they might go to sleep late at night and they get up like 2 p.m., 1 p.m., 12 p.m. I think to myself, wow, that is just wasting time, depending on what they're actually doing in terms of uh, how they're making use of that time. So what, what I say is a lot of the high performers, so essentially that's what you want to become, you want to become a high performer and you want to become a, a high value person. In order to do that, one of the best suggestions I have is basically get up early. So, you know, I get up to these days around about 5 a.m. So, you know, I know people that get up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., depending on, on you as an individual and what works best for you. As long as you're getting the right amount of hours uh, sleep, so maybe between uh, seven, eight hours uh, a day. Sleeping for that kind of time uh, can really, you know, reboost and rejuvenate. Even when you're training and you're building muscle, you need sleep. Now, sleep, again, is one of those things that's underestimated. You need to recharge your body, right? Just like with anything else, right? You know, you need to rest and you need to recuperate. And the way you do that, the way the human body does that is to sleep, right? So make sure you're getting the right amount of hours of sleep. But getting up early is a great hack in terms of routine. Now, if you get, let's say, at five o'clock in the morning and you get to work, a lot of people are going to be asleep till like, you know, seven, eight, nine, or whatever it might be, depending on, on how they work. But you've actually now got an advantage because you're getting up those few hours early. You can get a lot of work done. You know, maybe those three, four hours can be crucial because there's less distractions. Maybe you've got children, maybe you've got uh, other kinds of things that uh, come into your life. So if you're getting up early, you know, you can get most of the key work done early on. Now, by the time it's nine o'clock and people have gone into the office and started work, you know, if you've got up at five o'clock, you've done maybe three to four hours of solid work, even before somebody started their working day. Now, in the long run of a long period of time, that's going to be a massive, massive advantage for you. You know, it'll have colossal returns, right? And, you know, you could have breaks in between during the day and stuff like that. But doing that will give you that routine, strong routine, and help you really smash it. And that's one of the key kind of hacks that I can give you, because that's what I do myself, right? And that's what I would say to you is, make sure you, if you can do it, get up early and then build upon that and get the work done, right? And that will really be beneficial for you. Okay, now the final hack, hack number seven, is basically, you know, do something like, uh, that again will help you relax. Now, it could be meditation, it could be prayer, it could be something like that, whatever is gonna, you know, take your mind away from work. Again, like I said, we need to recuperate, we need to also have something else on our minds because consistently just work, 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 it's gonna drive you crazy at some stage. So, for example, just taking out time, so it could be in the morning, it could be during the day. Maybe you can block out 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, you know, just take a break, you can meditate, you can just think about what's going on in your life generally, or just, you know, 
try to conceptualize something, right? So you could have something, a goal, for example. Your goal might be to, you know, uh, become financially free. Your goal might to be to move to a country like Dubai or Thailand or something like that. How can you do it? Start to visualize it, right? Or you could take your uh, mind and your thought of mind and your process totally away from this kind of atmosphere and think about something that's relaxing to you, whatever that might be, right? Nature or something else. You could have soft music in the background, uh, aesthetic music, you know, something, some sort of melody which relaxes you. You could be praying, you know, you know, you could be a person of faith, you could pray in the morning, whatever it might be. Now, if you start doing that, you'll also start to boost yourself spiritually. And you don't have to be religious, you don't have to be uh, have religion, whatever. You could be a person of faith or no faith, it doesn't matter. But if you start to incorporate these kind of things, it'll help you just take your mind off of off something that might be highly pressured. So you might be, you know, having to hit deadlines and, and do X amount of work. But doing that could really relax you up. And if you're doing it regularly, it could be a really great part of uh, boosting your productivity. So yeah, so I hope you've really enjoyed this uh, podcast today. I've tried to give you seven different productivity hacks and tips. Uh, productivity hacks that I've actually implemented in my own uh, lifestyle and routine and it has helped me a lot I'm not perfect sometimes you do lags sometimes you do fall behind doesn't matter as long as you're doing consistent action and it's regular over time it will have a positive effect yeah so if you have enjoyed today's podcast and you're watching on YouTube please do like share subscribe click the notification bell you know malarkey all the good stuff right and drop a comment let us know what you think uh, maybe you might have a productivity hack that's worked for you so please do share in the comments if you've got any kind of feedback on what i've talked about please do share that as well and like i said if you're on anchor you're listening on audio or we're also on rumble as well so if you're listening on rumble you know leave a comment leave a review and do consider supporting us on uh, anchor as well so we can actually bring you more great content and really help you build your professional business uh, you know consultancy entrepreneurial journey and really help you grow as well as watching our journey as well so thank you very much take care have a great day